Hello there. Hello, and welcome back to the Decot Discast. Today is Monday, March 13th, 2023. I miss you all last week. We were busy with the Disney Channel and Disney Junior promo shoot. More about that towards the end of the cast. Today we're talking about Genie Plus all-time high price Tron previews. Josh tomorrow speaks about Reedy Creek. Galactic Star Cruiser is failing and more. It's spring break week here in Central Florida and Disney knows it. So Genie Plus has once again reached its all-time high of $29 yesterday. I predict it will remain at $29 for the entire week. Perhaps maybe it'll shatter records and go above $29. Who knows? Earlier last week, Disney CEO Bob Iger did say that he believes Disney's pricing is too high. Iger said that, quote, in our zeal to grow profits, we may have been a little bit too aggressive about some of our pricing, end quote. (laughs) You think? That said, Iger says he's making changes and that it's important to, quote, maintain that brand value of accessibility, end quote. Good. So... I don't know, Genie Plus for 10 bucks? Like, what's going on? Like, what's taking so long? Come on, let's go. I went to the DVC Tron previews last Monday with my friend Jasmina. On our way to the attraction, I brushed shoulders with the one and only Josh Damaro. I was so mad I didn't just whip out my camera and take a picture or just say, hey, Josh, but he was in the middle of a conversation with somebody. Uh, looked, looked like an interview, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, but he was at Magic Kingdom for that and uh, right by Tomorrowland Terrace. So he was leaving Tron as uh, I was going into Tron. And I think I, I went on the interwebs later that uh, day and saw that he did a little Tron preview that morning. First Tron preview that I went with or that I went to was, I don't even know when that was. It was the um, cast member preview in the beginning or somewhere in February. And I didn't, my my first reaction was it wasn't that good. Uh, maybe it was because I was in the middle train. I was in the middle of the train. This time I was in the front row. Complete different experience. And I'm going to change my vote, which I think was a two. I changed it to a four. It was actually really enjoyable. Had a really good time. And that is a ride that I would definitely do again. It is short, but it's still a great time. As we exited the attraction, I noticed that in the post-show area, they have a Team Green Light Cycle, which is sponsored by Enterprise. And let's hope that Enterprise continues to sponsor this attraction because like all the other attractions at Disney that doesn't have one, they tend to go away. (coughs) Arises. So about Josh tomorrow. In an interview with the Orlando Business Journal, Disney Parks chairman Josh DeMauro commented on the recent government takeover of the Reedy Creek Improvement District by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. The reality is we work with different people, and this quote was, the reality is we work with different people around the world at our different theme parks. So we know how to work with different people. For all those reasons, I have to look at the situation of where we are going. I believe in where we are going, and I hope the board sees the same. If that new board understands the value and gets created here and how it positively impacts the Central Florida community, I think they will be aligned with our vision and will carry on the Reedy Creek soul that's been in place." End quote. Disney announced an opening date for the villas at Disneyland Hotel. Starting from September 28, 2023, the new villas will be available for guests to stay in. The villas at Disneyland Hotel offer guests a choice of 344 guest rooms in a variety of themes, including duo and deluxe studios, 
one- and two-bedroom villas, as well as grand villas. These rooms come equipped with modern amenities that reflect the Disney brand and are adorned with themes inspired by timeless films from Walt Disney Animation Studios like The Jungle Book, Sleeping Beauty, The Princess and the Frog, Fantasia, and other beloved fan favorites. So do you remember Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser? <laughs> remember that? Remember how they were offering 50% off discounts for cast members? Remember how they cut down on dinners? Remember how they cut down on voyages? Yeah, yeah. You, you remember? Well, well, guess what? Disney has announced that the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser two-night immersive adventure will only operate twice per week starting in October. That's not a good sign. Maybe they can use that space for Horizons 2.0. Just totally gut it out and let's have a Horizons 2.0. So Disney released a statement about this. And here's what they said. You may notice the schedule has been modified to provide two voyages per week, except for holiday weeks where we may have three voyages. We've been learning a lot during our first year of operation and have adjusted our voyage dates to meet the needs of our guests. Okay, to meet the needs of your guests. So here's what they said here. We've been learning a lot during our first year of operation. So learning that nobody really wants to spend that much money to stay for two nights in this place. And to meet the needs of your guests, or do you mean the lack of need? Because obviously nobody really needs to go there. Well, good luck, Disney. I wish you the best to figure out how you're going to not make this a Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser tomb. In an effort to remove culture from Epcot, Disney has decided to remove showtimes of Impressions de France last Monday. So before this change, Beauty and the Beast sing-along was from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Impressions de France was 6.30 to 8.45 p.m. And after the change, Impressions de France was 9 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. and Beauty and the Beast was from 10 a.m. to 8.45 p.m. Just giving 30 minutes to that. Now, I sent out a tweet about this. I put it on Facebook and some people were like, hey, is this real? Are you being facetious? I'm like, yes. It's not Disney not making an effort to remove culture from Epcot, although it does seem that way. Uh, I'm going to stick my guns on that because they really don't give a crap about it. They don't They don't care about the culture of Epcot anymore. They really don't. It's like, let's throw IP in here. Let's get people to spend their money. It's, it's a disaster. It's sad. And it pisses me off. But anyway, so after all that, and I wasn't the only one that thought that too, but congratulations to Disney because, you know, Epcot is now slowly deteriorating. And um, I don't know, maybe maybe next week Disney will announce Big Hero 6 to replace uh, Matsuriza, you know, with the drummers in Japan. And the week after that, maybe they'll announce the Canada Pavilion will have an 8-foot big red panda running around and the movie will be replaced with a short story about Melee. Oh wait, this news has changed. So later in the week, of last week, uh, which last Friday to be specific, Disney decided to change their plans. Hmm. Guests can now catch Impressions de France at Place du Cinema between 9 a.m. or 8.30 a.m. for early entry and 9.30 a.m. in the morning, as well as between 7 p.m. and 8.45 p.m. at night. So you can tell in the morning and at night they're kind of targeting the older audience, whereas during the day it's going to be Beauty and the Beast because they're targeting the younger audience. I get it. Hey, you know what? Thanks for bringing back some of those showtimes for Impressions de France, and thank you for keeping the culture alive at Epcot at the France Pavilion. Really quick, I don't really want to talk too much about this, but during the uh, South by Southwest presentation, Disney Park shared a look at the new type of dynamic robot that could be used for future meet and greets with small characters. The robot was introduced after a demonstration of the larger-than-life Hulk character created thanks to Project EXO. 
So this robot will be able to fall down, get back up, and even do a somersault. <laughs> That's fantastic. And just a few feet tall and with bunny ears, it looks like the robot is going to be used as a Judy Hopps appearance. Now, listen, this ain't nothing new, right? Boston Mechanics, or whatever it is, has been doing that for, for 15 years. I've seen this, like, dog-looking robot that could jump, run... And like a, a bipedal robot that can run and jump and, and do things. So this is this is nothing new. Like I don't know why it took them so long to come up with this. Uh, congratulations! It does look kind of cool, and hopefully they can use it uh, successfully uh, in the parks as a meet and greet. So good luck. Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom will be closing early tomorrow. March 14th to accommodate a media preview of the Tron Light Cycle Run attraction. Guess what? We're not going, and that's fine, because I don't care, because I already went on it, but uh, media preview. Uh, fun, everyone. Magic Kingdom will remain open until 9 p.m., but the following attractions will close early tomorrow. Space Mountain closes at 5, Carousel Progress at 5, Astro Orbiter at 5, Tomorrowland People Mover at 5, Buzz Lightyear at 6, Monsters Inc. Left 4, Move uh, at 6, and Tomorrowland Speedway at 6. The rest of Magic Kingdom will operate normally, that evening. So if you're in the parks tomorrow, uh, look around for maybe some of your favorite vloggers, bloggers, influencers, bada bada bing bada boom for the media preview and maybe get a photograph. Ooh. A prominent ear seller and leader of a prominent Disney Facebook group has been banned from all Disney properties for life. <laughs> Well, here's the story. For over a year, Kissimmee residents Christopher and Hannah Martin of Sparkling Dreamers have been locked in lawsuit litigation with the Walt Disney Company over their merchandise, which includes ear headbands and other items that feature Disney characters. The two ran a secret Disney group on Facebook in which they sold hundreds of pieces of unauthorized merchandise to over 35,000 group members. Now, the difference here is they sold it and made it sound like it was officially coming from Disney, and they used Disney characters and their copyrighted uh, characters, whereas these other people that you'll find on Etsy and stuff like that, they're making mini ears, but it's with their own designs. It's not with characters and copyrighted characters, and they're not making it sound like they're officially through Disney. So, hey, you know what? You got what was coming to you. You're banned for life. You know, I don't know what you plan on doing, but guess what? You ain't coming to the parks to say hello. All right, so here's the fun conversation, right? I know we're already over 10 minutes, but uh, it, like I said, it's been a week, so there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about. So last week, uh, we did a Disney Junior promo commercial. Well, it's not really it's not really considered a commercial. It's a promo because we're not really selling anything. We're just sharing our experiences at the Disney parks for those folks who are watching Disney Junior. Uh, last Monday, we went to our fitting. It took about an hour um, listen to this story. We were leaving, so the fitting was at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, and we left, and I go to start the truck. I have a GMC Yukon, and it tells me that my tire had 11 PSI left in it. So, of course, I exit the vehicle, I look around in the passenger side rear tire, and of course, it's 11 PSI. It's flat. There's no way I'm driving that. Luckily, I remembered that I have an air compressor in the car, so I filled it up to 40 PSI, which I, I drove safely home. And then on Tuesday, I ended up having to get a new tire because I thought it was going to be patchable because the screw was in the thread, but there was a nail also in the tire, and they couldn't patch it. So, bada-bing, bada-boom, new tire. Finally, whatever. At least it's running, and it, at least I can drive on it, and it's, it's safe. It's fine. So Tuesday night, uh, last Tuesday night, we checked into our hotel at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, part of this gig that we were doing, this this job that we did with Disney, was they uh, paid for a room for us, which was very nice. They set us up at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge in two uh, bedrooms uh, with a, a combining room, which was very nice. 
we checked in and then we just hung out and relaxed, went to the pool, had some friends come by and uh, went in the hot tub and then went to bed because we had a long day on Wednesday. So Wednesday, uh, well, we got to sleep in a little bit, but our call time was at 12 p.m. to be show ready to get our, uh, our wardrobe, to put our wardrobe on. And then we took the shuttle, which was at 12.30, to go backstage by the feature animation. And we walked from backstage to Toy Story Land. And then we went backstage again. Oh, we had to do some background work. So Wednesday was, we were the family to do background work. This is the easy stuff. We're not mic'd. We're not like on camera that much. We're just literally doing in the background with another family that was the principal family that was on camera and mic'd. So we did something at Toy Story Land. Um, and then we got to ride Slinky Dog Dash, which was fun. And when you do these things, you don't have to wait in line. You go through the exit and uh, cast members are like, okay, you know, they put you on the ride. Uh, and then someone's on the ride with you with a camera to get all the footage. Then we went backstage again to go to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I was hoping that we were going to go on it, but the principal hero, who was a six-year-old boy, had to do like an interview at Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Then we took a break for dinner and after dinner we went to Fantasmic to grab seats front and center for the 9:30 show and this was my first time seeing it with the new scenes Kara's never seen it before so she was in awe and the seats that we had were amazing uh right in right front and center and I did I my, my I like the new scenes like I could tell because I know Fantasmic like the back of my hand where the music and when the different scenes come in and when that new scene with the different music i was like yep this is this is definitely the new spot i liked it i enjoyed it it was nice to see something different and which reminded me i need to get the new phantasmic soundtrack in the jukebox so we finished around 10 p.m on wednesday night went back to the room and took our showers and went to bed Thursday was early. Our call time was 8 a.m. We were the principal today, so we had to get our mics and all that fun stuff. We had to get the hair and makeup done. So at 8.30, we took a shuttle to Disney's Animal Kingdom backstage by the conservation station where we got to pet some of the animals. And Kara was the hero, so she was the one that was mainly on camera. She was petting the animals, all the pigs and the goats and the sheep and all that stuff. Then we took the shuttle back to the front to go to the Festival of the Lion King where Kara got to um, be a part of the show. Uh, again, we were, you know, shuffled in. We didn't have to wait in line. Obviously, we went to the back and we got a really nice spot. We were in the Warhog group. And then after the show, we broke for lunch and took a nice break, which was in, it was backstage in one of the dino cafes, which I, it was attached to the dinosaur building, the show building. They have like a cast member break room area, but it was like for special events. That's like back, I don't know, it was weird. It's hard to explain. It was nice because we were in air conditioning. It was pretty warm. And then after that, we went to the Tree of Life to... Uh, we saw some tortoises, and um, the, the whole point of the, the name of the promo was um, Animal Drawings, or Animal Artist. It was called Animal Artist, so Kara was the animal artist, and she had to draw in this like book and explain how much fun she had at Animal Kingdom, and she was drawing all the different animals, like the zebra and the tiger and, and all that stuff, so... Um, and then we finished around, oh, which time was it? I think it was like 6 o'clock or 6.30. We, we wrapped, and uh, that was it. And then we 
went back to the room, got all of our stuff, and went home and went to school and worked the next day. But overall, it was a really fun experience. We love doing things like this for Disney. Um, it sounds like this promo is going to be shown on Disney Junior, uh, probably like in between some of the shows instead of a commercial. It, they do like these promos. They didn't say when it was going to be out, but hopefully within the next few weeks or so. And they might post it on YouTube. So if they do, I'll make sure to share that on our DCOT social media and on, on DCOT website. Uh, but overall, it was a great time, great experience. You know, having the room was really good. Uh, and uh, it was nice meeting all the, the, the production team was phenomenal. And the director was great. And there was two people that we worked with that were from Disney, the Disney Channel. And we got to meet them. The boys got to meet them. So it was, it was really neat. But that's it. That was our experience last week. And this, you know, this week is our spring break. But we're going to be back at it with uh, your Disney news and reviews on a, a nice schedule on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And again, I apologize for not being able to do that last week on Wednesday and Friday. But we were really busy. And I look forward to talking with you soon. Well, that's it for today's DCOT Discast. Thanks for joining us and thanks for listening. And we look forward to bringing you more Disney news and reviews on Wednesday, March... 15th.